This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. No my Hari Mai Kiora Tanakwe Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. Good afternoon. It is February 19, 2023. Day 50. We've got 535 to go. In connection with, of course, Cyclone Gabriella. Um, if you are worried, people of Hamilton and the greater Waikato, about family relations in the hard hit areas, uh, please ring police number 105. Please give them a ring and just check on whether uh, you're worried you haven't had contact because cell phone towers are down. Communications has been hard over the last week or so. So please ring 105. That is the police number just to check up that you know where your family members are. It's been a Remember, we were sitting here last week and we watched the storm clouds gathering last week and you know what happened. Anyway, moving on right now. The song was a big song, big hit in New Zealand in 1968. <laughs> Dave D, Dozy, Becky, Mick and Titch and the legend of Xanadu. Well, 1945, this day, 78 years ago, a battle that has gone down in folklore. Iwo Jima, a volcanic island in Japan. When the battle ended on March 26, 6,102 to 27,071 American personnel, including Marines dead and injured. 17,845 to 18,375 Japanese dead and missing. And from 1945, here's the late Charlie Bunnett.
Hello world, Free FM 89.0, independent community media, listening to us online and all around the world and also on your radio sets, etc, etc. Hope you enjoy the programme this afternoon, pretty now and two o'clock, it's a quarter to one. That is Charlie Barnett with Skyliner as we celebrate the Battle of Iwo Jima this day in 1945. Isn't it that uh, the battle, that iconic picture of the American flag being raised? Looking back in history, let's talk about the famous birthdays right now. 1957, 66 years ago today, Austrian singer uh, Johann Hans Hosel was born in Vienna, better known as Falco, known for De Commissar, and of course, and Rock Me Amadeus, his tribute to the movie of the same name. Falco died in a road accident February 6, Genau das war sein Flair. Er war ein Virtuose, war ein Rocky-Doll. Und alle sucht noch heute Captain Rock mir ab.
WFM 89.0, independent community media, remembering Falco and Rock Me Amadeus. Yes, he did die on that road accident. It's 10 minutes to one. Well, we've had royalty in New Zealand this week. Not only um, Princess Anne, the Princess Royal, she's been touring New Zealand and spent some time in the bunker in Wellington because of sorry, Cyclone Gabrielle. And I'll just give out that number again, uh, police number 105, if you need to know where your family members are. If they haven't been in contact during the week because of problems with communications, etc., etc., please ring police 105 just to check up, just make sure. And hopefully, hey, Hamilton, we... uh, we had a few trees down, but basically we we were, came out unscathed. I know there's a few trees down in TA and also in Cambridge, but um, yeah, big storm last week, and we were sitting here as the, as I said, the storm clouds gathered. Back to royalty. We've also had a visit in Hamilton this week from the Swedish royal family. Um, Sweden's greatest exports. Abba, remember this? Can you hear the drums from Endor? I remember long ago
89.0 Independent Community Media. Shortly, we'll be talking to an expatriate Swedish lady who was at the Hamilton Gardens when Swedish royalty came to town. That is coming up very, very shortly. That was Waterloo. And uh, other than that, we had also the song called Fernanda, a couple of hits from the one and only ABBA here at uh, Free FM 89.0 on a Sunday afternoon. Beautiful day in the city. It's a bit warm outside, so if you've gathered around the radio to listen to us this afternoon, hope you do enjoy it. It's two minutes to one. Lou Christie. I try every trick in the book with every step that you take everywhere that you look just Look, and you'll find I'll try to get to your soul I'll try to get to your mind I'm gonna make you mine I know I'll never give up I'm at the end of my road From the morning till supper time And you'll find I'll be waiting in line I'll be waiting in line I'm gonna make you Independent community media in the last throes of summer. The late Andy Stewart from Scotland. And, of course, the summer road ahead of Lou Christie. I'm going to make you mine. Good afternoon, Mel. Good afternoon. 
And a special welcome to Inga Wilkinson and her grandson, William. Yesterday, or was it the day before, was an occasion that attracted, as it always does, people to the Hamilton Gardens. They're beautiful. <laughs> and sometimes the people who come are beautiful too, and that might be applied to the visitors to our city. You knew them? Not personally, but I, of course, knew who they were. Yeah. They came to Hamilton, I think, on Friday. There's um, the couple of the Crown Princess uh, Victoria of Sweden, who is going to be the next queen, and her husband, Prince Daniel. And how do you pronounce in Swedish their Vi names? Victoria. Victoria and Daniel. And Crown Princess is... <laughs> Victoria must be named after her great 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 grandmother, I the late Queen be Victoria. Surprised. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. There have been quite a few Victorias in Swedish royalty. I always ask when we have people from overseas, give us a greeting in your native language, just to. Gomida, or välkommen. Alla lyssnare. Ja. Ja. Jag heter Inga. Are there many people of Swedish extraction living in the Waikato? I think there are. And, and they seem to have come out of the woodwork yesterday when we all came to Hamilton Gardens to catch a glimpse of the royal couple. And did you get more than a glimpse, like a, a wave? Or a <laughs> yes, we got, we got stuck there in the sun. We had to wait yes. for three hours. We got to know one another pretty well during those three oh, hours. How mu you must have wished for a palm tree to be changed. <laughs> yes, we did, but we didn't know how long we had to wait for, so we were no. on the ready with our Swedish hats and flags and yeah. T-shirts. and A memorable uh, occasion? It was a very memorable occasion to all of us. Well, None of us have ever met the royal couple before. Well, listen, it's an interesting week because it's not um, very often we have two royal, real personages in the, uh, in the towns because the Princess Royal, Princess Anne, That's was in right. town at the same time. So, And, of course, they would be related too. So, we've, um, <laughs> Distantly so, yes, I think. <laughs> I, I, think I wonder if they understand the family trees that include all the other monarchies of Europe. I wouldn't be surprised if they do. I think that's part of their training, I should no. imagine. It's their business to know. <laughs> and yet the Swedish royalty doesn't attract, certainly not the scandal that we hear of <laughs> some closer to home. I, I think they live as normal a life as you can, I think. And the, the, the Crown Prince... This is quite fun. It's Crown Prince Victoria. She went to the same school as I did, but a generation uh, earlier. So it was an old school and uh, old benches and old staircases, a lot of memories. Or stair. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would have liked to have talk to her about that because it yeah. was a very happy and interesting time in my life. In, in what period of time were you born in Sweden and Stockholm? I was born at the end of the Second World War. Sweden's, so, Sweden, what was Sweden doing at, in World War II? <laughs> well, they were neutral. 
sort of neutral. They weren't involved um, actively in the war. Neither was Switzerland. They're yeah. two nations. And yet Sweden's standing in the world is changing. Yes, it is. And yes. there's interest in joining the European community? Yes. Trade is at the heart of this too. Absolutely. As well as security. Yes. With trade, Sweden's products probably are not the cheapest around. <laughs> and remember, I have lived out of Sweden for very many years yeah. now, 60s, but I have been back very frequently. We, I have. We know about your greatest export ever. <laughs> they count. And yeah, they, they do count actually because they sold. They've sold a lot of, and are still doing it today. But what other brand names do we know out of Sweden that we should know of? I think there are a lot. Electrolux is one of them, and um, what well, else? You are. Oh, there are lots. Um, help. <laughs> well, hey, well, we'll leave it. Yeah, there. Volvo, but, Volvo, yeah. Scania, Vabis. Yeah. Um, there are lots of high quality steel perhaps yes that is yes. what yes. was interesting to the war warring nations of yes. course yeah. and ball bearings yes. came from Sweden you talk about scandal within the royal family I think the last person to cause a scandal within the royal family we've got to go back generations many years Chris, Queen Christina who caused so many scandals within her own country. I think they finally told her to leave the country or something. And um, Possibly. I think you know more than I do about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, 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 I've read the stories about it. But today Sweden is facing a lot of problems. It's yes. had the COVID pandemic. Yeah. And, of course, um, problems too with the U Ukraine and Russia fighting each other so close really so close and also they are trying to become members of nato which is quite a change in politics because they've always been neutral yeah and i think that goes with, with um switzerland they know what vladimir putin is now like just one another another dictator causing issues so they, they want to be there to help uh, the ukraine they're, they're fully supportive of the ukraine oh yes very much so Yes, and it's sad. I think that there's a memory in Sweden of a time when there was warfare. It was at a time when Sweden had spread its territory into yes. the north of Europe. Yeah. In fact, parts of the Ukraine fell under a Swedish rule. Yes. And the Vikings yep. established themselves... In the heart, yes, it had been a nation successfully protecting its independence. I think so, and 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 Norway was part of Sweden. Um, it, it's changed from time, and and the south of Sweden belonged to Denmark mm. for a while, and Finland was part of Sweden too. Too quite late. I, I think all those borders changed after, of course, the end of World War One. A lot of borders yes. did change, yes. and um, when the old uh, when we, we lost the Tsar in that time, and also the um, the German leader, he he fled the country to Holland. So uh, borders changed. They have. They have. So that's where your story begins. 
The Second World War, in which Sweden was not directly involved, had ended. But my father was a um, captain at sea, and he he obviously was called in during the war, but also he had two children, he had to support two children, so he took whatever jobs he could in the merchant navy. And uh, he was mined a couple of times, and it was a worrying time for my mother. And Sweden did suffer uh, shortages of food and rationing and... Do, do you think that Hitler might have had his eyes on Sweden as another country? I think, I think was, he, he did. But I, I, I'm not sure of the truth things, that what, what actually happened. And I, my father said that um, Hitler wanted the Swedish iron ore. And, and they had um, engineers stationed 24-7, and if he had invaded Sweden, he would have just turned them into rubble or detonized. Did Sweden at that time have a high Jewish population too? I think quite a number. I am not entirely sure, but I do know that there were, and there were people who were pro it was haven to many. Yes, it was haven to and many. And that tradition, which I suppose helps to qualm the thinking that of guilt almost, that Sweden had been spared, that yes. destruction lay all around the neighbouring nations. Yeah. And uh, avoiding all that, Sweden turned its resources yes. into yeah. humanitarian work. I think they did, and... and became advocating freedom and, and anti-apartheid and things like this. A model nation. I like to think so. I, 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 they tried. As part of it, Sweden has opened doors to the refugees of yes. the world. Mm. And they come with a different culture, different expectations. Yes. Problems? Of course. So, um, not living there now, yeah. I, I I've, can't really answer that. Yeah. I can only tell you what I heard from yeah. relations and friends and read. As you grew up, you probably went to the movies, you probably watched Greta Garbo. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's another export from Sweden, of course. Yes. Did you watch some of those Greta Garbo movies? And yes, I, I've, I did, yes, I did. Uh, and through your teens, you were then stationed where? In Stockholm. I went to, to, and to the same school, but a generation earlier than, uh, than the Crown Prince Victoria. Mm -hmm. Crown Princess, she said. I, I have to ask you, how did, when, where did you learn your English, the English language? It was compulsory at, at school. So I started, my parents spoke English too, and they used to speak English to each other when they didn't want my brother and I to understand. <laughs> but we soon picked it up. And um, at the age of nine, it became part of the subjects I had to learn. So I, it was a school yeah. English though. I think we better introduce you, your grandson to the listening public if he wants to have a chat to us. And Welcome to Free FM.
Good to be here, thanks. Have you been back to Sweden? Uh, no, not a long time. The last time I was there, I was about maybe one or two years old, so I have no memory of that. And, and you and your you and your grandmother converse in Swedish every once in a while. <laughs> I, I I attempt to, but I fail miserably. <laughs> well, when we travel, as is so simple today compared with the past generations, mm-hmm. inevitably we meet others, and it often results in. Love of affairs. Ingo, are you ready to tell in the presence of your grandson if he doesn't already he, know? He's bored stiff with this. He's heard it many times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was in uh, the last year of college and I was going to continue studying at university. But I needed to improve my English, so I went to London at the age of 18. Went to class. I was there over my... Um, or during my summer vacations mm-hmm. and went to evening classes. And I stayed with the family as an au pair girl for two, two months, I think. In the first couple of weeks, I developed toothache um, over a weekend and was taken to University College Hospital in London and met with a young newly qualified dentist from New Zealand. His name was Bill Wilkinson. And he was in the UK on his OE and to, for his postgraduate studies. And he took care of my tooth <laughs> and we started to date. And uh, when I returned to Sweden, we, um, we um, corresponded and I returned two years later and we got engaged. Changed your life. And changed my life, totally. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were married at the end of that year. So I think he fell in love with my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. on, on, your, on your UK journey, did you ever get into Scotland? Yes, I did. I did both... Um, I, I have so many stories to say, so I'm not going to bore you with it. But we no, 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 to, no, these, these, we, these we stories are great. We to, to um, Glasgow. We travelled all over the place. One thing that is quite interesting, I think, is that Bill trained in Otago as a dentist. And he grew up in Hamilton. But at the same time as his dental training... He uh, was trained in the Territorial Air Force as a pilot, and he loved that. And he uh, qualified as a, as a, took his, I think it's yep. called the wings. Yes. Um, simultaneously as he qualified as a dentist. So when he came to the UK, he, after a couple of years, he came across some um, trainers, Air Force training, uh, small aircraft, one single engine with fixed undercarriage and, and all metal. And he bought one for the princely sum, sum of, I think it was £1,200. So it wasn't very flash. Well, what's that of today's currency to you? Know? I haven't a clue, but it wasn't expensive then either. And we flew around Europe. I hated flying. I was scared, but I learned to... I had to accept that. That's what we, love is. Yes. 
Oh, goodness. Uh, what memories to, you have of the flights? Yeah. Uh, it was a, a great fun. Anyway, some years later, 1969, he flew that plane from the UK to New Zealand. Something that took three weeks and was very adventurous, and he wrote about it in, in, in various flying magazines. And it was very, very interesting. Yeah. Anyway, he, I had to stay home with my two young sons and came to New Zealand in 1969 and commercially. And that was my first visit to New Zealand and Hamilton. First impressions? First impressions. That plane then was sold here and eventually um, ended up in the Transport Museum in Warnica and that's, it's still there. So when Bill died uh, 11 years ago, I donated the logbook to them. So they have the logbook as well as the plane. The, the name Wilkinson will be um, known in Cambridge because there are, there are a few Wilkinsons in Cambridge. But, but we are not related, I don't think. <laughs> no. One of them was writer Ruth Wilkinson, whom I met a few times because I, I come from Cambridge. So, oh, yes. Yes, so the name Wilkinson is famous in this area. So, the, so his logs... Were those, those logs interesting where Bill went to to refuel, etc., etc.? Oh, exactly. Exactly. And had, he, he was a good photographer too and he made a film of, of this whole adventure. And yep. it, Did you ever get used to flying with him? Sort of. <laughs> he was a good pilot because he was Air Force trained, so I did trust him. Yeah. Yes. We 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 will also always remember that Rooker here is this, uh, is the place where all those um, aerial top dressing went, and there were yes. private planes out there too. Yes. I I went for a flight one day with my next door neighbour over the Waikato because he has had his plane out of Rooker here. So Bill probably had his plane out of Rooker here too. Well. He bought this plane yeah. in the UK. Yeah. So uh, it, I don't. He didn't. Obviously, he. It was in 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 Hamilton. Yeah. Hamilton, and, yeah. and and then it was sold when we left. Are you still scared of flying? <laughs> no, I've gotten used to it. <laughs> <laughs> flying has changed somewhat. It yeah. was a very slow um, transport. What, uh, what swims into memory? When you think up the highlights of your marriage, the things that you did, other than what you've already shared with us? That's a very good question because both of us were adventurous and we have done all sorts of things, yeah. including working in the Middle East. So there are so many things. The Middle East? At yes. what period? We were there for the four years in the 80s and then in Riyadh, in Saudi Arabia, and then we returned in the 90s for another four and a bit, yes. Your, your time in Saudi Arabia, you probably had to wear a hijab, did you? Oh, yeah, but I worked. So I, I, um, when I, when I was out shopping, obviously together with my husband, I had to wear this... Uh, abaya, we call it, and cover my hair. But um, I worked in hospital with him. And um, there I had my role and just wore long sleeve dresses. Yes, it's quite interesting looking at Saudi Arabia. The, 
they they treat their women badly. It's it's a human rights matter, isn't it? Now with women. Yes, um, I I will agree with that to some extent, but I think a lot of women don't know any better, and they are used to it, and they are born into this. So um, I'm sure there are lots of unhappy women, but there are equally very happy women who mm. have found. So the place. die was cast. This became home to your family. Saudi Arabia. No, no, Hamilton, New Zealand. Oh, the Hamilton, absolutely. And for Bill, and when we eventually came here with our two grown-up sons and four grandchildren, yeah. which was wonderful. We all lived, because my oldest son married a Swedish girl too, so we retained a lot of traditions and the language. And, and what do your sons do this day? Are they still working? Yes, uh, my, uh, the oldest son is temporarily back in Sweden. Oh, it'd and, be and wonderful to touch base with him and here. Yeah, and uh, but he he lives here, and his two sons live here, and mm-hmm. and my um, younger son is in um, in 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 um, Auckland. So, uh, so so to... it's a, it's a, it's easy to contact people around the world using via via Zoom and all that. And it's it's very easy now, isn't yeah. it? And you probably get on get in your car and go up to Auckland to visit your youngest yes, son. Yes, and we. We, and we lived, he lived, we lived quite close together here in Hamilton for many years. So I was very privileged following my grandchildren. And just think, Inga, it's all because of a troublesome tooth. Yes. That's the key yes. to everything else. That's the key to everything. And sometimes I have to pinch myself and ask myself, how did I end up here? Mm-hmm. What happened? It's a very tenuous... It is. But you still got memories of Bill. Got the oh, photos. He's only been gone eleven years. So yes. Oh, it, it, it's tough on families, I know. Yes, but I, I mean, these things happen, and I, I, um, what I did, I left the house that we had here and, and um, downsized and went into a retirement village. Oh, brilliant stuff! And it was brilliant. As you say, yeah. I, I, I moved into villa and independent living, but I have company around me and I couldn't be happier. Hey, I've seen those ads on television for these retirement villages. You, you might have a lot of fun playing sport, having a drink at night, etc., yes, etc. absolutely. And I still work in, in, as a supervisor for, of exams and I work as a JP. A Justice of the Peace appointed many years ago. Does it bring interesting contacts? I think it has, and it's a. It's been quite nice to be able to pay back some of the what I have been given here to the community. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's kind of interesting. You you what, I've seen Mel sign all these documents, put this stamp on it, etc. Yes, etc. It's fun, and then you have a conversation together. Exactly. I feel like the post office sometimes. <laughs> But, uh, yes. Well, Hamilton is now seen, I don't know about previous visits, uh, royalty in person, Crown Princess Victoria and her husband, Prince Daniel. Wouldn't it have been wonderful to talk? It was absolutely fantastic. If only, though, you'd been able and to get a word in. we all moved and we shouted <laughs> and brought out very primitive reactions in us, waving mm. flags and clapping hands. <laughs> I, I, I think you, you, you wanted to curtsy to her. 
No, we don't do that much in, in Sweden these days. I, well, I grew up having to curtsy to all people, but we don't do much of that anymore. It's changed in a way it that the changed. Western countries are, are overtaken by more informality. Yes. It is. It's brilliant having you and your grandson with us this afternoon. All the best in the future. Thank you so much. Thank and you. G- give our best to your, to your mates at the retirement village. <laughs> I hope, hey, some of them may be listening this afternoon. You never know. <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> and you can catch up on the podcast next week with Free FM online so you can listen to it all over again and ha- get your children to, and grandchildren to listen to it. I can't wait. <laughs> it's a wonderful story told of her life by Inga Wilkinson. Brilliant stuff. Inga, Inga's a good Swedish name. And thank you for your grandson to bring you here too. And uh, yes. You said you went to Scotland, so let's play another Scottish song. It's 25 past one. This is the late Andy Stewart, a Scottish soldier. There was a soldier, a Scottish soldier, who wandered far away and soldiered far away. There was none bolder with good broad shoulder. He'd fought in the money fray and fought and won. He'd seen the glory, he told the story of battles glorious and deeds victorious. But now he's sighing, his heart is crying to leave those green hills of Tyrone because those green hills are not Highland hills or the island hills they're not Myland's hills and fair as these green foreign hills may be they are not the hills of home and now the soldier the Scottish soldier who wandered far away and soldiered far away sees leaves are falling and death is calling and he will fade away in that far land he called his piper his trusty piper and bade him sound a lay sad to play upon a hillside but Scottish hillside not on those green hills of Tyrone because those green hills are not Highland hills or the Island hills they're not Myland's hills and fair as these green foreign hills may be they are not the hills of home and now this soldier this Scottish soldier will wander far no more and soldier far no more and on a hillside a Scottish hillside you'll see a piper play his soldier home he's seen the glory he's told the story of battles glorious and deeds victorious the bugles cease now he is at peace now far from those green hills of Tyrone because those green hills and fair as these green foreign hills may be they are not the hills of home because those green hills are not highland hills or
they're not Milan's hills and fair as these green foreign hills may be. They are not the hills of home. We chased the luck till we finally struck Bonanza. With a gun and a rope and a hat full of hope, we planted our family tree. We got a hold of a pot full of gold bonanza With a horse and a saddle and a ring full of cattle How rich can a fella be? On this land we put our brand How trite is the name Fortune smiled the day we piled the Ponderosa claim Here in the West we're living in the best bonanza If anyone fights any one of us He's gonna fight with me And Joe and Adam know every rock and pine. No one works, fights, or eats like those boys of mine. Here we stand in the middle of a grand bonanza. With a gun and a rope and a hat full of hope, we planted our family tree. We got a hold of a pot full of gold bonanza. With a house full of friends with a rainbow ends, how rich can a fella be? On this land we put our brand, our pride is the name. Fortune smile the day we filed upon the Rosa claim. Here in the West, we're living in the best bonanza. The friendliest, whiteness, lovingest band that ever set foot in a promised land. And we're happier than them all. That's why we call it Bonanza. 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 Would you like to swing on a star? Well, this day we are celebrating the Battle of Iwo Jima, one of the major and iconic battles of World War II. Bringing in historian, military historian, Ralph Evans. Hello, Ralph. Good afternoon. Yeah, just going back to the Battle of Iwo Jima, was that the one that they, those two Americans put the flag up? Is that the iconic picture? Uh, yes. Yes, so. And the one with the song. Yeah, no, it's uh, one of American Japan's iconic battles uh, celebrating today. So, what's been happening in your world, Ralph Evans? Always something on the horizon. <coughs> Apart from a certain amount of rain last week, <coughs> and, a, and a good deal of wind uh, and uh, branches down all over the place. Yes, we did notice. <coughs> well, let me see. We're coming up to the medieval fair uh, at Hamilton Gardens on Sunday, the twelfth of March. That runs from 10 till 2. It's your opportunity to see people battling it out in the arena, uh, safely fenced off from all these civilians who will be watching. Uh, you can get a taste of medieval life. See the Maypole dance, which was very fine two years ago, the last time we held the event. Uh, get yourself a hot sausage, purchase some plants from the Friends of Hamilton Gardens, and generally help raise funds for the medieval garden, which is the next one slated to open at Hamilton Gardens, of course, in the enclosed areas. Uh, following that, we're aiming large. We're heading off to Christchurch to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Pacific Battling, uh, which started, of course, in New Zealand in 1973. 
kicked off in Australia in 1972. So that should be a lot of fun. 12 days of uh, tripping around the Garden City and generally being modern Victorians. Well, a lot to look forward to there. Oh, yes, yes, there is indeed. There's always something. And the military side? Your army. Your well, imperial yes, army. Yes. And uh, the action there? Well, we'll be running the hobby horse jousting at the medieval fair and uh, teaching young people of all ages how to use a paper sword effectively as opposed to how they usually use them, which is, is just terribly civilian, you know. Uh, and, of course, in Christchurch, we're planning two battles, possibly three, uh, while we're away. Then uh, later in the year, we have Armistice, of course, Armistice in Cambridge, happening at Karapiro Domain. Uh, we run children's battles there, which is slightly different to what we normally do. The effect of this exposure of history in a modern form, even if light-hearted, is a way that we are sensitised to things that otherwise might bypass us. It draws well, attention. The military coloured uniforms of the day. History is certainly not something that happened to other people exactly. It happened to us because everything that's happening at the moment will be history next, you know, next week, tomorrow, yeah. next month. It I, will have become history. I quite understand when you look at Wikipedia, it keeps changing because uh, people die and there's new events being put on Wikipedia and uh, oh, it's hard to keep up with. Updated. You only have to look at the Imperial uh, pages where they were originally put up and then some fool said, no, no, this can't be real and took them down, only to have them put back up again. Because, of course, We've been around for almost 50 years. Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting during medieval times how evil some of the kings were and the barons and those who ruled over the lower classes. Well, I'm afraid you're speaking from a modern perspective, which is always the, um, it's the curse of looking back. We look back with modern eyes. Mm -hmm. They were indeed unpleasant people and they were behaving exactly as they should have done for the time. Not an easy thing to accept, but the fact is, they were doing what was considered to be their right, even by the people they were ruling over. Yep. Were you naturally interested in history yourself, as a child? Uh, well, sort of. Um, so, for instance, Grandad uh, served in World War One, and we knew that. Uh, he never said very much about it, of course, because they didn't. Uh, it wasn't something he talked about. Uh, so there was that aspect. Uh, I remember being given a copy of Ivanhoe very early on, which is a terrible book. <laughs> I mean, you can read it front to back, and it, it is abysmal, but it has that hint of romance, of historical uh, attraction about it. Didn't, it does make you want more. Wasn't there a TV series starring Roger Moore? Uh, yes, I believe there was. <laughs> That's, be, that's, that's uh, predating the, when he made the saint. Um, uh, yes, yes, that is going back rather and ageing the poor man. <laughs> well, he's deceased now, but, um, yeah, well, no, um, I, I remember those old iconic television series of featuring history like William Tell. There was a, yeah, that was another British TV series. Versions of Robin Hood. Yeah. And mindful of history, we often line things up with the date. On this date, in 1909, 
the steamer Penguin wrecked in Cook Strait. 75 dead. That event has rather receded into history. Indeed. Uh, we're more likely to think of a later wreckage of a ferry. Of course, we'll know what I'm talking of there. Um, but we don't talk about the earlier events. And yet it was just as significant at the time. In fact, for the size of the population, it was even more significant. One can't help but feel that history is going to mark this time down in the annals that are yet to unfold. With the situation in Ukraine facing Russia, Russian aggression, I wonder where the turning point may fall that reminds future generations of these times. Yeah, it, it, it's a sad story you got. It's a sad story you guys, because I read a story this week about Ukrainian children to be re-educated as Russians. Yes. Well, I mean, that's what the conquerors do. And yet the disturbing aspect may be this, that it's discussed among most people as we might a forthcoming sports clash, a speculation on the likely outcome. I, I think that the public participation in discussions with a sense of familiarity. The world has seen it all before. It's interesting. Uh, certainly. And in that same part of the world, no less. With this medieval fair coming up, young Ralph, is the old flower bombs coming out? Uh, no. <clears throat> no, we won't be using those there. Apart from anything else, the medievals themselves might get a little bit distressed if they got flour on their, their um, armour. So oh. instead, we will stick solely to the pool noodle lances, and paper swords. Oh, it's great to hear Which that. Are, are used with great savagery, I, I must <laughs> say, by, by small people under the age of 90. <laughs> oh, look, hey, you, you've done this for a long time and you've had so much fun and um, it's... We've, it's we've got to... Years, yeah, we've got to celebrate our history wherever it is in the world because um, it's going to be lost in the next few years. It's, it's going to be taught at school. Proper, proper history. Yes, yes. Uh, we have been told this. I look forward to seeing it. Well, Thank we must enough. let you you're get... You're old enough to remember this. In fact, both of you are old enough to remember this. Do you remember at primary school... Yes. ...when we were taught New Zealand history? Kind of. not the hugely biased history that we were getting in the 80s. It was fairly cut and dried. Yes, um, also, I was also brought up with, with Listen With Mother with um, Kate Harcourt too. <coughs> There's been a revamp of the history uh, syllabus, I believe, coming in in our secondary schools, which may uh, be quite controversial as it filters through the effect and create a few divisions within families potentially because of their different understanding of the past. Well, I... Well, I'm going to... I mean, teenagers are always willing to create fuss, if you will, um, by asking awkward questions, which is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, what? Because I, I, I look at some of our uh, people in this country and they um, use history for their own ends and... Um, oh, yes, politicians in particular. <laughs> well... They conveniently forget the bits that don't suit the story they're trying to tell. Um... 
to talk about uh, your other roles, is the summer shows all over around Hamilton? Uh, no, no. In fact, I no longer uh, partake. But as I understand it, they are due to happen by the end of March or start of April. At the Glowbox? Uh, yes, Glowbox Arena, otherwise known as Portland's Event Centre. Lots to look forward to. Thank you, Ralph Evans. Thank you, Ralph. You enjoy the rest of your day, gentlemen. Uh, we, we will, and th- thank you for your update on Iwo Jima. Thank you very much. I, uh, yeah, celebrating today. Thank you, Ralph. We'll catch you one of these other days. Indeed, we shall. Hi, thanks, thanks. There we are. Ralph Evans on Free FM. One of our, one of our former colleagues here at Free FM 89.0. We talked about television history, Robin Hood. The Lone Ranger. What about William Tell? I don't know if you remember the William Tell TV series, Mel. No. But do you remember the story anyway? Oh, yeah. about the apple. The apple, of course. This is the late David Whitfield. Come away, come away with William Tell. Come away to the land he loved so well. What a day, what a day when the apple fell for Tell and Switzerland. Come away with Tell to the mountainside. Look down to the pass where the tyrants ride. With a bow, be a bow, and down they go for Tell and Switzerland. We are simple peasant folk. We will not bear a foreign yoke. Our freedom song will echo on to fight for what is right. Hurry on, hurry on, there's a dungeon cell Hurry on, hurry on, there's a loose as well But we'll escape from the jaws of hell Hotel in Switzerland We lived our lives, we loved our friends We never wanted more We had the skill to plough and till But not the art of war But now the tyrant from the plain steals up to take our lands. Instead of Spain, we wield the blade. Our life is in our hands. Follow on, follow on, let the leaders heal with a thrust of a pike and a crack of steel. Follow on with the fight till the tyrant reel for time. And Switzerland, give them one for the day they bent the grain, give them two for the night that Fritz was slain, give them three, give them four, and the right one more for tell. And Switzerland, the shepherds poop, the reaping hook, a take and on a warlike look. With blades we've beaten from the plough, we reap a harvest now. Come away, come away with William Tell, come away to the land he loved so well. Fit a bolt, be a bolt, and away we go for tell. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, riding through the glen. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, with his band of men. Feared by the bad, loved by the good, Robin Hood, Robin Hood, Robin Hood. He called the greatest archers to a tavern on the green. They vowed to help the people of the king. They handled all the trouble on the English country scene and still found plenty of time to sing. 
Robin Hood, Robin Hood, riding through the glen. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, with his band of men. Feared by the bad, loved by the good. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, Robin Hood. Well, children, would you all like to join him with me? Robin Hood, Robin Hood, riding through the glen. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, with his band of men. Feared by the bad, loved by the good. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, Robin Hood. He came to Sherwood Forest with a feather in his cap. A fighter never looking for a fight. His bow was always ready, and he kept his arrows sharp. He used them to fight for what was right. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, riding through the glen. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, with his band of men. Feared by the bad, loved by the good. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, Robin Hood. independent community media yes that's the late Dick James and Robin Hood before that the late David Whitfield with William Tell good afternoon Dwayne yeah good afternoon what are you going to tell us Um, last week or was it Friday or Saturday um, there was a ram raided at uh, Marzal and also a vapour shop in Cambridge Yes, it's uh, those vape shops. They must be uh, have a lot of gear that people want to use. Um, yes, they have. Um, I think they are going to crack it, crack them down very soon. Of how many shops um, do have it, but um, yeah, it's quite good to um, enter into the police um, Facebook page thing they got is the um, Hamilton Waikato crime. Um, prevention. Yes. Um, it's a good idea to join that on Facebook because you know you can find what's going on. Um, recently, last night, there was a stolen car from Hamilton, which a person put it on the Facebook page. Um, if you do find it, you can give her a ring. Um, it's got the registration of her car and what in a car that she actually owns. Yeah. <laughs> These cars have been stolen to fit the purpose of doing ram raids. Yes, they are. And of course, some of them are then burnt out just to get rid of the evidence. But they must there must be still fingerprints all over the place. Do, well, some, do, do some of these little criminals, uh, oh, sorry, alleged little criminals, wear gloves? Some of them do. Some of them don't. Yeah. Well, we just. We've just got to find out who's organising these ram raids because some of these kids they 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 couldn't do it. They've been they've been controlled by adults, I think. Um, yeah. Also, that just to pull over, it's um, this person. She is looking through her car. I get registration of the vehicle. If anyone's listening, it's a Nissan Tira G N G. 
645. It's a Nissan Tita. So if you ever find that, you can give her a phone call. Ian, and of course, remember the police phone number 501. Don't ring 111. Ring 50, sorry, 105 to get information on where your family members due to Cyclone Gabriella. If uh, you're worried about your family members down in the Hawke's Bay, Napier, Gisborne, etc., etc., the worst hit areas, Auckland, please ring Police 105. But the outskirt is that um, so far, uh, Gisborne and Napier and Hastings, um, people can go back into their into their places and that, but, um, yeah, so... Yeah. I don't think I could go back into a place which has been flooded out with all the mud. And, of course, mud sticks, as they say, and then it starts to stink, doesn't it? Um, yeah, also that uh, most of the roads are open, um, coming through. So, um, yeah, so... Yeah, and if, and you're, if you're listening up in the Coromandel this afternoon, hey, you guys and Thames, we, we, we feel for you up there because... You get flooded out all the time and uh, you rebuild your house and then um, it's flooded again. So all these insurance rates must be going up and down. Hey, thank you, Dwayne, because we're going to speak to Trevor very, very shortly. FM 89.0 Independent Community Media That is Kaiyu Sakamoto And Sukiyaki Which went to Number one in the US Back in 1963 Quite iconic It's They had another title For that song But um, They just called it Sukiyaki uh, Have you ever Have you ever had The food Sukiyaki Trevor? No No I must admit I've we haven't been much into oriental food. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We've been uh, talking off here about 
an iconic television series that we all grew up. The Man from Uncle. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a James James Bond spoof. It was uh, all the rage secret agent programs yeah. back in that era in the sixties. Mm. Yeah, no. Uh, Robert Vaughan played Napoleon Solo. Ilya Kuryakin was played by the Scottish actor David McCallum, and um, the Leo G. Carroll played their boss Alexander Waverley, and uh, they fought the they fought the evil thrush. That's right. They yeah. were, they were, I, I actually had a Man from Uncle annual many years ago. I don't know where it is now, but um, but the um, it's kind of a kind of a long, line lineup of guest appearances. Um, there was one guy. He later became the Doc in the Love Boat. He he turned up in the Man from Uncle every once in a while too. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was quite interesting with those communication equipment. The the pen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Of course, around the same time, there was another television series, another spoof, Get Smart. Oh, yeah, yeah, the comedy aspect. Yeah. Ron so. Atkinson did one too. Oh, Johnny English. <laughs> yeah, Johnny English, yeah. Uh, that was quite humorous, actually, I must admit. It, it, it is, and um, you can still see the episodes of The Man from Uncle on YouTube, <laughs> and also there was a spin-off called The Girl from Uncle, which I think starred Stephanie Powers. <laughs> oh, I can't recall that one. It probably didn't last long. It, no, it, um, there was a about twenty years ago. There was a reunion movie of the um, Man from Uncle, uh, featuring McCallum and, and Vaughan. Not uh, Leo G. Carroll he had died by then, but there was a reunion movie about twenty years ago. So, because uh, I thought Robert Vaughan sort of uh, had a part as playing James Bond, because they had quite a few actors doing it. Pierce Bronson and whatnot. But they all also go back to, of course, Sean Connery as the iconic James Bond. Yeah, he was the, he was the, 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 the first man as of James Bond. Hey, do you know with, with um, of course, um, James Bond that Sean Connery wanted to leave the series, but they kept increasing his pay? Because oh, I, th- oh, I, th- right. I think Sean Connery got to hate the role. And, um, oh, I suppose there's a lot of physical aspects to it too, though. Fighting with giants and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, quite interesting to uh, watch these old television series. Of course, um, there was things like the Munsters and the Adams Family at the same time. And, uh, That's right. There's a golden era of TV, in my opinion, compared to what you have now. Oh, look! Repeat on repeat on repeat. <laughs> Uh, reality, and uh, I don't mind the reality every now and then, but... Anyway, what else are you going to say and talk about? Well, well, I was going to talk about uh, how lucky we are living in Hamilton when you look at what's happening around the country. I mean, there's no major home disasters that I'm aware of in Hamilton, and to me it's just a rainy night uh, as far as the effects it had on me personally. Yep. I think there are potential areas that does surprise me where there weren't slips, and I'm mentioning mainly in Terry Avenue behind Ann Street. It goes up to a steep hill, and there's almost a vertical bank going all the way down to Ann Street with multi-million dollar homes, and as well as what's in Terry Avenue, the similar price bracket. That got Nothing happened there. It surprised me, and, that, and this low line in Ann Street with the field that branches, uh, levels out to the Waikato River, Yep. And with, so one of the river, Waikato River, didn't rise 
to a degree that flooded the houses in Ann Street, but no, that never happened. Yeah, no, and uh, I talked last week about the fancy houses out in Rotatuna, but uh, that'll be for another day. Hey, thank you, Trevor, for being part of the afternoon, and um, we're going to leave you with another iconic television series. This is made by Jerry and Sylvia Anderson, who also made Thunderbirds and UFO and Captain Scarlet, Joe 90 and many other iconic series and of course uh, Stingray but they also made an iconic series. Do you remember the uh, television series Fireball XL5? Uh, I can't remember at the top of my head but yeah. uh, 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 if you mention more about it later yep. today Yep, we'll do that. From my but, we'll, but if you don't remember the series you'll remember the theme song. This is a guy called Don Spencer. I wish I was a spaceman, the fastest guy alive. I'd fly you around the universe in Fireball XL5. Way out in space together, conquers of the sky. My heart would be a fireball. Gazed into your starry eyes We take the path to Jupiter And maybe very soon We cruise along the Milky Way And land upon the moon To a wonderland of stardust We'd zoom our way to Mars My heart would be a fireball Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.